0: Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves and their families. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is what to do if you feel lonely in your marriage. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I've created a free video on communication in marriage for you. This video is for you if you've ever felt like you can't get through to your husband, if you feel like your husband never listens to you, if you lose your cool during difficult conversations, or if you're tired of fighting with your husband. In just 30 minutes, this video will help you lay the foundation for healthy communication in marriage, and it will teach you how to handle difficult conversations so you can feel more connected and like you're on the same team as your husband. So you can visit the link in the show notes to access it. And I also want to let you know that I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and I hope you'll join us. Now let's dive in and talk about what to do if you feel lonely in your marriage. Being lonely is probably something you didn't think would happen to you in your marriage. But it is a complaint that I hear often, to varying degrees of severity. Wives tell me that they feel lonely and disconnected from their spouse. And they wonder what they should do. Now, most of the time, the wife is hoping that I will give her advice that has to do with her husband changing his ways so she doesn't have to feel lonely anymore. It must be his fault, she thinks. If he will change and be more attentive, then she thinks she will feel happier. But I am afraid that is not how it works. (laughs) Sadly, that's not how marriage works. And that's not how life works. This is actually good news because we can't change other people. We can't make people behave how we want them to. We can't make other people want to spend time with us in the way that we want them to. And waiting for them to come around and see things our way is putting our happiness in their hands. I want you to think about that. If we are waiting for our spouse to do something Before we can feel happy, we are saying we can't be happy unless he does a certain thing. Friends, we don't ever want to do that. Our happiness should not be in anyone else's hands but our own. And this is really awesome news. Kind of like the best news ever. Because it means that if we are feeling lonely... We have the power to fix that. We don't even need help from anyone else, right? So I brainstormed and came up with seven ideas to help you if you are feeling lonely in your marriage. So it's based on this truth that we get to fix it. We get to fix it. So here we go, let's dive in. My first idea is to implement a self-care plan where you do things you enjoy by yourself. Now, that might seem like a funny way to stop being lonely. A little counterintuitive there, but hang in there with me. Because doing something fun, even by yourself, will bring some happiness into your life that you just might need. We don't always need other people around to feel fulfilled. Sometimes an activity can bring that fulfillment. So, for example, you love to go for walks in the local nature preserves, but your husband doesn't, go anyway. And instead of lamenting the fact that he isn't there, shift your mindset to being grateful that you are doing something just for you. This mindset shift is the key here, and you are going to feel so much better. All right. So that's tip number one, is consider doing things by yourself. Tip number two is to understand that it is okay for our husbands to not want to do everything that we want to do. And expecting them to puts too much pressure on him and the relationship. So instead of putting all of that pressure on him, form a group of people in your life who collectively provide you with the sense of human connection that you are craving. So maybe you have a friend or some friends that you go out to eat with, or friends that you study the Bible with, or friends that you travel with, or that you can watch chick flicks with, friends that you work out with, friends that you shop with. Spend time with friends and other people in your life doing these things so that it doesn't all have to fall on your husband's shoulders. You will both be happier for it. So moving on to tip number three, that is to invite your husband to do something that you love to do and let him off the hook if he says no. Without a guilt trip, if he says no, just go do it yourself and make yourself happy. One of my clients had a recent experience with this, and I have also experienced similar things where this client was offered tickets to a concert and she really wanted to go. So she asked her husband if he wanted to go and he said he wasn't really interested in going. And so my client told me that she had to think about that for a moment because in the past, she would have just let that be the decision and turned down the tickets, right? But this time she realized that she had missed out on some concerts that she would actually love to go to. And she really wanted to go to this concert. So she decided not to let his answer dictate her happiness. Instead, she said, okay, well, I really want to go. Would you like to come with me? Or do you mind if I invite a friend? And this totally changed his response. He was like, oh, okay. You want to go? I'll come with you. Isn't that cool? I mean, it's a total 180 from his previous response. And I just love this story because my client did not try to manipulate or control or make him feel guilty or responsible for her happiness. She simply stated what she would love to do and invited him along. And she made it okay for him to decline by offering to bring a friend, right? So it wasn't like, if you can't come, then I can't go. And then it's terrible, right? No guilt or anything like that. So take notice that if she would have gone with her husband's first answer, that he really didn't have an interest in going, she would have betrayed herself because she really wanted to go. And the cool thing is that she said they both ended up loving the concert, but they only had that experience because she stayed true to herself and took responsibility for her own happiness. Good stuff, right? Okay. The fourth tip I have for you is to invite your husband to do something that you know he would love to do. So maybe it's not something that is exactly your cup of tea, but that's okay men love doing activities with their wives. And by activities, I mean something active. Usually they like to do things more than just going out to dinner. So suggest something that you know that he loves and enjoy it with him. Maybe he's the one that likes to go out walking in the nature preserves. That's something that you could do with him. All right, and so the fifth tip around feeling lonely in your marriage has to do with communication. Many a woman has said to her husband, you don't spend enough time with me. When you hear me say that sentence like that, can you see why it might not be the best way to communicate about being lonely? It's pretty negative and it puts the blame on our husband for us feeling lonely, right? So this doesn't mean that you can't communicate with your husband about it though, But instead of communicating blame as with the previous statement, you can communicate from your heart with vulnerability. Say something like, I miss you. I would love to spend some time with you soon. I would love to do something fun with you soon. And then suggest something. This is a huge communication tip that can take you so far in your marriage when you're taking away the blame and you're taking responsibility and telling someone that you miss them and you would love to spend time with them, that is a beautiful, positive way to communicate. Okay, tip number six. If you're feeling lonely in your marriage, this one's a logistical one. Take a look at your calendar and your family calendar. Is there too much on it that is pulling you away from each other? Can you find some activities to eliminate or minimize That will give you more time together? Or can you find some time to intentionally schedule some one on one time? We only have limited hours in a day, right? So we've got to prioritize what we do with them and be intentional with what we do for them with them. So many times we just leave scheduling those date nights and and fun things for when a free window will pop up on the calendar. But how often does that really happen, right? And it also makes me think of author Lisa Turkhurst, she wrote a book called The Best Yes. And this is something I talk about with my clients sometimes. And that is, we say yes to a lot of things that seem great and fun and wonderful and worthwhile. But is it your best yes? So when you're looking at your calendar and you're trying to see if there's something that you can take off of your calendar to create more time for your husband, ask yourself, is this my best yes? And I hope that helps you. I love I love thinking about it like that. Okay, last but not least, tip number seven, that is to manage your mind. So if you've been listening to my podcast for any length of time, you know that our thoughts cause our feelings. So if the feeling we are having is lonely, we need to examine our thoughts and see what we're thinking that is causing us to feel lonely. Because once we identify the thought, then we can examine it and ask ourselves, is it really true? Can I be 100% sure that this thought is true? Is this thought serving me? Those are some questions you can ask when you're examining your thoughts. And if you discover that this thought is maybe not true or I'm not really 100% sure if it's true, if it's definitely not serving me, then what could you change that thought to that might allow you to feel better and take action that will help you not feel lonely, right? So then you can go look at some of our previous suggestions here. So for instance, if you have a thought that says, my husband should spend more time with me. Now you know that thought is flawed because I shared that with you earlier. You may want him to spend more time with you, but how is it serving you to think this negative thought, right? Turn it around. Instead, think, I would love to spend some quality time with my husband. Do you see, like, that is a subtle shift in wording, but it makes a very big difference. Instead of, like, putting blame and thinking negatively, my husband should spend more time with me, if you think, I would love to spend some quality time with my husband, you can feel the difference in those thoughts, and the more positive thought is going to allow you to go take action to make it happen. Cool, right? So if I could give you an action item for this week, I would say find one thing that you would love to do in the next week and plan to do it and invite your spouse along if you'd like. And now I know that this is not always easy And a lot of times these things are easier said than done. And so I would really love to help you with your specific situation. So if you are feeling lonely in your marriage and craving more connection with your husband, reach out to me for a complimentary consultation. We'll talk about what's going on in your relationship, what you want it to look like, and then we'll come up with a plan for how to get you there. In the meantime, remember to download my free marriage communication masterclass. And don't forget to join me in the Life Design Community on Facebook. Okay, thank you so much. I'll see you next time.